This is the Mark Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. The Lifeway Women app provides encouragement, connection, and tools as you study God's Word. You'll find Bible study enhancements to go along your favorite studies, including How Much More by Lisa Harper. Whether you're studying on your own or with a group, this app will give you the flexibility and accountability to keep you in the Word. To get started, download the Lifeway Women app for free in the Apple Store or Google Play Store. Hello, and welcome to the Mark Podcast. I am Elizabeth Heinemann, and I am here with my co-host, Kelly King. Hey, Kelly. Elizabeth, cue the Christmas music. We are talking Christmas. I know. I know. I don't know if everybody's ready for it yet, but I mean, Hobby Lobby's been ready for a few (laughs) months now, Um, so it's, it's time. It's time. Uh, yes. We are excited to welcome onto the podcast today, Adrian Camp. Hello, Hi. Adrian. I'm so excited to be with you guys. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we need you. to have some jingle bells. I, I know, right? <laughs> uh, yes. So, Adrian, tell us about yourself and your family and your ministry. Well, um, so I've got three beautiful children who I'm absolutely obsessed with. Uh, my oldest just graduated school and she's getting ready to head off to college. My other two, obviously, still, you know, in school. We are very musical family and music runs deep uh, through both my husband and I. We are both musicians and um, we just love we love serving the Lord together. We love traveling the world together um, just through music and all sorts of really fun stuff. And I'm super thankful to be a part of Lifeway now as well. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, we're excited to have you. And I know yes. we really probably, a lot of our listeners are thinking, it's September. Like, why, is, why are we talking <laughs> Christmas? But we are releasing our new Christmas the um, study, The Ad- Wonder of Advent. And you've had a really fun part about, you know, being involved in this a little bit differently this year. So tell us a little bit about what you did with our Wonder of Advent study. Oh my goodness, we had so much fun. So obviously I wrote a little thing about joy, um, but also the fun thing that we got to do was we set up Christmas. I think it might've been in July. (laughs) It it wasn't during Christmas, that's for sure. We set up and recorded uh, some Christmas songs and it was so beautiful and so much fun. And we just had this really pretty kind of stripped down, just intimate environment, um, just so that we could add some Christmas songs to the Lifeway Advent study. So we're really, really excited about it. Yeah. And that's going to be different and really fun for this year's Advent study in the past. I mean, we've done some Advent studies in the past, but we've not had like official videos and we've definitely not had music involved. And so I'm so excited because if you've listened to the podcast, you know, Kelly and I are big fans of Christmas music. I feel like we talk about it every season. And so um, we're really excited about that. 
Uh, but our listeners may have noticed that you have a bit of an accent that's a little bit different than uh, mine and Kelly's like Southern drawl. Um, <laughs> you are from South Africa. So yes, what is the Christmas season like there? Are there any different traditions um, that you've now incorporated into your home or that oh, you yes. remember as a child? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so obviously South Africa is in the Southern Hemisphere. So it is summer and is not winter. Oh, right. Um, I didn't even so think about I, that. Yeah. Yeah, so when I first came to America, I was like, oh my gosh, snow, this is so winter wondery and incredible, you know. Um, so South Africa, yeah, we have our summer in, I mean, we have our Christmas in the middle of summer. Um, so it's usually hot. And we we have a few different traditions. My family actually celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. Mm. Um, and then we do just a, an entirely different meal as well. So I know a lot of um, families here do like a Christmas breakfast where we'll do, you know, a lamb and maybe a roast turkey and a ham. So it's, you know, cause we don't have Thanksgiving either. So that ends up sort of being our right. big, yeah. um, our big sort of family meal together. And then my family always, we always dance. So Ooh, the couches get, get pushed back and we put on some fun music and then it could, you know, incorporate maybe a run down to the beach or a jump in the pool or something <laughs> like that. Um, so those kinds of fun things. And then my family have a really beautiful tradition of usually on Christmas Day, my mom um, and dad would invite people who didn't have families to celebrate. So we would have our Christmas, Christmas Eve, our family on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day lunch, we would just invite people that didn't have families to go um, to, go to, you know, and, and we would invite them into our little family lunch and all of that stuff. So that was always just something really sweet. Uh, that I really, really loved just growing up. And and those are a few little things that we've kind of added them into our family tradition, but not necessarily around Christmas. Mm. So we have a lot of dance parties. And then we always try to be mindful of just like inviting people in for meals and things like that. Um, yeah, not necessarily always at Christmas, though. I love it. I think, yeah, I think that's so great because it's like the hospitality and we think about Christmas and we think about having people in our home. But, um, you know, and I... I often forget that, you know, Thanksgiving is, you know, it is an American holiday. So definitely that's something that's a little bit different than, than what we are used to probably here. Um, so, yeah. So, Adrian, your teaching session was on the subject of joy. So I, I want to know what, so what are some of the things that really stuck with you when you were, you know, preparing this? Or was anything just jumped out at you that maybe you hadn't considered about joy? Yeah, well, you know, it's amazing because it really did it. It hit home for us because we've, to just to be a little bit transparent, we've gone through just some um, some harder, just situations in our family. And, um, and, you know, you don't realize how important joy is until it's not there. Mm -hmm. And I think for so many people, the Christmas season, um, it is incredibly joyful, but for some, it's incredibly painful. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those things as well that I think the just the concept of joy really not coming from our circumstances, mm -hmm. but really, really just leaning into, okay, God, who are you to me in, in a situation that maybe I feel like I'm supposed to be experiencing joy, but I'm not, you know? Um, and so just really learning to, and especially even in the Advent season of slowing down and just really pressing into something so much greater than our circumstances, that it was like, okay, Jesus, you are the one that really actually gives me true joy 
when maybe I'm not finding it um, or there's so many memories that actually feel a lot more painful. And so I actually really appreciated being pushed to sort of really search for the simpler things. And um, I do share about it, so I don't want to give too much away, but I shared about just the simplicity of my son and how he is full of life. And um, he just has this incredible ability to find joy in every situation. I mean, anyone who knows him knows he's full of love and hugs. And, um, you know, he just, everything is, is a wonder to him. Everything is incredible. And it was just that really simple reminder of God just saying, you know, I know things are hard, but you can find this beautiful, simple joy in, in the smallest things, you know, so almost just come and sit and be still with me. Um, and, and, and God will just refresh that in us. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And you've talked a little bit about your family, but some of our listeners might be interested to know that you are married to the recording artist, Jeremy Camp. Um, yes. I'm sure some of our <laughs> listeners like have listened to him for years and years and love him. So you have an interesting love story too. Would you mind sharing how joy played a part in your relationship? Yeah. So Jeremy, for those who don't know, Jeremy lost his first wife um, to cancer when, when they were very, very early on in their marriage. And um, so obviously you can, you can imagine that was just a really obviously difficult season for him. And when him and I met, one of the scriptures that the Lord gave me, um, I remember it, it was just, it was basically speaking about joy. Mm. And it was from Isaiah and it talks about um, that everlasting joy will crown their heads and sorrow and sighing will flee away. And I felt like the Lord was just giving us a promise of what he was going to do um, in between both of us, but in our relationship and just the healing that he would bring to Jeremy. And honestly, Jeremy, even for me, because I just was so blown away by his testimony and so ministered to by, by him and Melissa's just testimony of faith. And so it was just this really beautiful promise of, yeah, there's been a season of grief, but I'm going to bring joy and restoration back to both of you and in, in your lives. Um, so it's actually just been a really sweet theme that I feel like God is just kind of interwoven in our story as well. And then, you know, obviously just being able to um, be married. We've been married for almost 20 years now and um, just have three beautiful kids and just this incredible uh, opportunities of just um, joy and celebration in life along the way has been so amazing. That's so great. I mean, I I love the thought that, and you mentioned this, that joy really isn't based on our circumstances. And there is this inward, like only comes from Christ. And so when we think about Christmas, and we think about joy doesn't have to be based in our circumstances, right? Yeah, and I think sometimes we we make the mistake of thinking, you know, it, it, I'll feel more joyful if if these things get fixed in my life, or if this situation works out, or if I if I get this job opportunity, or whatever it might be for each of us, you know. But I think God is always just offering us something so much deeper. I mean, it's just, he talks about like the well that'll never run dry. And for us to just come in and just go, okay, Jesus, you give me something that no circumstance will ever be able to give me. Um, And that isn't necessarily like the happiness, like, yeah, I feel happy today. But there's this deeper contentment of, in a sense, just feasting ourselves on who Jesus is that gives us joy. I remember reading one time, I think it was Spurgeon. I'm probably going to get this (laughs) wrong. Um, But he's, the quote is, um, eating brownies gives me makes me happy, 
making yes, brownies and giving <laughs> and, and making brownies and giving them to my, uh, to others is joy. And uh, I don't know why I've just that stuck with me. Of just we we like to find happiness, but joy is in the process of what we do for others. And uh, I I just think that's I don't know that has always stuck with me when I think about joy. Yeah. I think we forget that it's a fruit of the spirit too. And so we try to, we try to manufacture joy or come up with it on our own. And I think it's something that we can't come up with on our own because like you said, Christmas can be a sad season for some. I mean, the past few years has been a sad season for a lot Mm. of us. Um, And so we can't just manufacture joy, that deep um, emotion and like, uh, feeling and fruit of the spirit, we can't do it on our own. We have to have Jesus to do it. And so I think Christmas is such a good reminder that he came not only to die for our sins, but to give us joy. And so um, I think that's such a beautiful reminder at Christmas time. And that's what we sing about. And so we're um, really excited to have, to get to study this and to get to study the wonder of Advent. I love the name of the study because I think wonder provokes joy as well. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I think it's really, it's, it's one of those things where it's really, um, it's, it, it is that simple, you know, mm-hmm. um, of just coming. And I love just that advent of just stopping and quieting ourselves before God and just delighting ourselves in Him again. You know what I mean? And again, no matter what our circumstances have been, but just sitting at His feet and just going, okay, God, I'm going to still my heart before you. And that's where that sense of joy is really renewed, you know? Yeah. Well, Adrian, okay, so here's the here's the hot question of the day. Okay. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, kind of like relate joy with Christmas and Christmas music. So this is the highly debated topic. When do you start listening to Christmas music in your home? And are there any favorites? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. There's lots of favorites. But we I'm a very like Christmas needs to be at Christmas time because else for me, it's like if I'm listening to it all all year round, it loses the like, I don't know, the the, the seasonal excitement about it, you know. Yes. So but my son, he loves to like sneak Christmas music every once in a while. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we have to wait until Christmas. <laughs> So like Thanksgiving's over and immediately we bust out the Christmas songs and the Christmas decorations and all of that stuff. So um, I have a question. <laughs> when you lived in South Africa and you didn't celebrate Thanksgiving, what yeah. was the marker of the Christmas season? Because for us in America, usually it's Thanksgiving after that. So what what's the marker in other countries? Do you know... I, it's not, um, I don't actually even remember there being one growing okay. up. And that, I know that sounds probably the beginning of December. Yeah. Um, but America is one thing I do love about America. We're really great at celebrating things. Very like yes. festive and <laughs> seasons really have meaning, you know. Mm. Um, and so I don't think that Christmas was as big of a deal to us even growing up. Like people didn't even really decorate their houses. Okay. I mean, they might, like they would have Christmas trees and inside of their house. But like how we go all out on the outside. Yes. Like, we just didn't sort of grow up with those kinds of traditions, you know. Um, so I being not from America fully embrace it. I love <laughs> I'm it. All for it. I'm like, let's do it. Yay. Yes. <laughs> so what are your, some of your favorite Christmas songs oh, or carols? Well, there's three girls in the house. And so Mariah Carey Christmas is like blasting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
Uh, I love it. it. Yeah. And then the good old like Nat King Cole. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. That's, there's a couple Jeremy and I actually got married December 15th. Okay. So, um, so it's a very sentimental season for us as well. Yes. Um, so Nat King Cole's Christmas is also, I mean that, and oh my goodness, um, she and him, Mm-hmm. The um the, the little very kind of acoustic-y With type Zoe of Christmas. Deschanel. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so those are definitely some of our faves. Yes. But we love awesome. it all, though. Have you ever written a Christmas carol or a Christmas theme song? I have not, but okay. um, my sister did growing up, and my sister and I used to sing together all the time. Uh-huh. So it feels like I did, but really <laughs> she was the songwriter. I just was the back. I was her back, her backing singer. So um, no, I haven't though. But Jeremy has, and my my eldest daughter have as well. Oh wow! <laughs> so, yeah, yeah you're fun. surrounded by carol writers. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> totally. I, so d- does Jeremy have a Christmas album? He does. He released okay. it. It's, it's been a while though. So, but yeah, he does. He does have one. Okay. Well, oh, our listeners, yeah, our that. listeners can find it on Spotify probably or somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yes, totally. Sure. I can't remember what it's called now. Oh, I'm a bad wife. Sorry. We'll, put it, we'll look it up and put it in the show notes. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we, t- we talked to just a, a moment just about how, you know, you're, you like to invite people into your home and things like that, but we, We've realized that your family is pretty involved in missions, both in your local church and then parachurch organizations and around yes. the world. So talk, talk a little bit about how you're involved in that. Oh, man, missions is our heartbeat. I mean, we just, yeah, we love music. It's, it's often the vehicle that sort of gets us to these places, but we're very involved. And um, Jeremy has a nonprofit called Speaking Louder Ministries, and we've been very involved in India and Uganda and some other countries. Um, my girls and I just recently got back from a missions trip to Rwanda. Um, we just we 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 will go anywhere, <laughs> anywhere, yeah. and um, in any way we can. I was involved um, in Nashville for for years doing a refugee ministry. Uh, to predominantly Middle Middle Eastern refugees. So our family just, we really believe it's the heartbeat of Jesus to, in any way we can, just share his love with people, you know. Um, And I don't ever want to lose the value of just remembering, like, this is what we were saved for, you know. And so, I mean, especially, you know, the Christmas message is so much about Jesus coming into our lives and and being a part of our lives. And it's such an incredible message of hope and and just this, 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 this good news that we get to share with others. And so we're just always looking for opportunities to be able to, to be a part of, of those ministry opportunities. Our, our church recently as well was very involved in helping Ukrainian refugees coming in. So just anything and everything. Um, it just is our heartbeats to, to always remember, again, I mean, speaking about just the joy of what Jesus has done in our lives and what he saved us from and how important it is to to just remember, you know, we were once set away from Christ. And so what can we do to bridge the gap of, of people being drawn to him? Um, so it's definitely just the heartbeat of our family, you know. Yeah, definitely you think about just the Christmas song of Go Tell It on the Mountain. Like that is really the gospel message, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And I mm-hmm. think as well, I mean, it's we've been speaking about it so much, but really just in our sort of really crazy and chaotic world, just taking out the time to stop and just remember again, the simplicity and the beauty of who Jesus is, you know? And when that fills our hearts with joy, 
it just enables us, I feel like, to go into the world and to be mindful of people around us and just to remember, like, Jesus is worth sharing, <laughs> you know? it's And He's our hope and He is our joy and He is just worth laying our lives down for. And and um, and I think as well, like, sometimes if we've lost some of that, that wonder of just the Advent season being such a beautiful reminder of us to be able to just stop and go, God, I want to be reconnected with you. Like do this in my heart again, you know, that that joy would be something um, just afresh and new to me again. Mm -hmm. I love that. And you mentioned like hope as being part of, you know, the reminder of this Christmas and, and I've quoted my pastor, I think here before, but he talks about evangelism as advancing the hope of Jesus. Yes. And I just oh, I love, love that. that phrase. Me too. And so, That's so cool. I know. And so every time that he talks about it, it makes me just think about that's what we have. I mean, we have joy, we have peace, we have all those, uh, the fruit of the spirit, but we also just have hope, which is unique, I think, for Christians, especially in our world today. And um, so I love the idea of advancing hope. And Kelly, you wrote for this Advent study as well, and mm-hmm. I did too, um, but you were in the videos. So tell us a little bit about um, what you wrote and and how maybe if there was anything that surprised you or what the video taping was like. Tell us a little bit about the hope that we find in the Christmas season. Well, I don't know how Adrian felt about it, but it's, it can be a little bit stressful because you're looking at this. Can- this was not with an audience or anything yeah. like that. So you've got your editors sitting off to the side and they've got your script and you're trying to remember things, right, Adrian? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I was stressing out, Kelly. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. I just it's and some of these like. These are some uncharted waters for me. You know, music is easy. (laughs) Uh But some of this for me, yeah, Kelly, I was like, okay, we've got this. (laughs) It's definitely different, yes. Yeah, so you're looking at this camera and, you know, and but I – it was fun. It was really fun to just think about even, and we and we really did take the Advent themes of, you know, hope and and joy and Mm -hmm. – and it's love, like, and it's in love and peace. Love and peace. Yes, thank you. I'm like, I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm not going to say it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, those four different weeks, but just that hope, because that really is the essence of Advent, of mm. when you think about that hope came in the form mm. of Christ, but we also hope in the preferred future of what Christ will do when He comes Absolutely. again yes. and restores all things. And so, to me, that is um, such a promise, and we can rest in that and in, in knowing that that things will will be restored. We, we live in a broken world. And that's why it's so important, as you talked about, Adrian, about missions and, and how's, how we engage with the world is a reflection of what Christ has already done within us. And so I think that that's, that's a really, I mean, we, we love to think about like Advent as kind of this fun, like looking forward to, to, you know, the, Christmas season, but it really does prepare our hearts. And yes, I love these studies. I mean, Elizabeth, I think this is the fourth year that we've done a Lifeway Women Advent study. Is that correct? Does that sound I right? I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could name them off the top of my head. Exactly. But that sounds right. Yeah. And we and we love that there's activities and things like mm. that. But but I do love the fact that this is a study. This isn't just a feel like. This is getting you into God's Word, and it's yes. really helping you prepare your heart for for Christmas. And so I do appreciate that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I know. Me too. I think it's amazing. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So we always ask the question about what has marked you in your walk with Christ, but we want to kind of put the twist on it of maybe in the Advent season, what is something that you've learned or lived in this Advent season that has marked you in your walk with Christ? I honestly, I think the intentionality of pausing and stopping and I mean, and I know we've sort of mentioned it a few times, but just sitting to enjoy who Jesus is. Mm. Um, And even like you were saying, just that readiness of preparing for His coming. And as we're sort of using the Advent season to prepare for Christmas, in a sense, I I feel like it's so symbolic of how we're to live, readying our hearts, um, sharing the message of hope around us, but also just remembering who Jesus is to us, you know? And so that just... I think for me, it's something that is, has marked me deeply um, in the Advent season, also in my life. But it's, I think, this constant reminder as well of when, you know, the world is so busy and there's so much pressure and so much distraction of just really remembering, like, Jesus is so worth stopping everything for and just coming and sitting at his feet. And so I love that, like, the intentionality of just going, okay, Jesus, I'm going to stop and enjoy you today and look for your coming and invite you into my life. Um, and I feel like sometimes because we, um, the Advent season is, is sort of just known for that preparation, you know, we mm-hmm. light the candles and we stop and we remember and, and all of that stuff. Um, I just think that it's such a good sort of pattern for the rest of our lives as well. Mm-hmm. I love that. I have, I don't know if I've thought of it like that before, but we are, I was reading a book recently that talked about how we are people of waiting, mm-hmm. um, as Christians, because we're always waiting for the second coming. And so I love that our whole life is really an advent um, as we live in this world where Jesus hasn't come back yet. And so we're all just waiting on him. And I, I like the thought that the advent season, the Christmas season prepares us and uh, Mm -hmm. shapes us and trains us for how we're supposed to live the rest of our life. Absolutely. Yeah. It's beautiful. So good. Well, Adrian, this has been so fun. I don't know. I'm starting to feel like I'm in the Christmas season. I know. I know. I know. I may have to listen to a couple of Christmas songs. You know what? I think I'm kind of with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we do want to encourage our listeners, like, make sure it's not too early to go ahead and pick up a copy of, of our Advent Bible study and Get a group of your girlfriends together mm-hmm. and walk through this together. Do the activities together and, and watch the videos and, and enjoy yeah. the music that Adrian has provided for us because it really is different this year, isn't it, Elizabeth? Yes, it is. Yeah. And I think it's more of a, a full experience. And so I would love for y'all to enjoy that. And so, yeah, like Kelly said, go ahead and order it. So that way you'll have it. You'll mm-hmm. be ready to go. And if you're getting a group of together, you might want to start it before Christmas. <laughs> because so true. You'll uh, you'll have to work around a lot of like pageant schedules and all that kind of stuff. So if you wanted to um, go ahead and do it with a group, I I don't think it's too early. You know, yep. you can get yeah. in this in the holiday spirit. Like a- Adrian said, it's a preparation for all of life. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's so true. <laughs> so true. Well, Adrian, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. It's been so, so wonderful. And I'm it's just making me ready for Christmas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you too. Okay. Well, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. And we really do want to encourage you to, to start thinking about the 
Advent season. And you can find the study at LifeWay.com or other places where you purchase Bible studies and books. Um, We will see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag Marked Podcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifewayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time.